Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Fox News has a piece. Yes, Fox News. And I'm going to use it to, I'm going to use this as a jumping off point for a piece in New York Magazine. Blogger paid by Dem candidate who targeted Myra Flores defends sexist attacks and other racist posts. Flores told Fox News Digital that Gonzalez hired the blogger to sexually degrade her and attack her heritage. A blogger in Texas that racially targeted GOTP Representative Myra Flores after he was paid twice by Democratic Representative Vincent Gonzalez's campaign for advertising services has a history of using racist terms against Hispanics and African-Americans in numerous blog posts over the past few years. Following a Tuesday morning report from NBC News, the first to highlight the blog's racist and sexist post directed at Flores and a $1,000 advertising payment to the blogger from the Gonzalez campaign, Fox News Digital discovered additional posts from the McHale report that struck a similar tone and referenced female genitalia. On May 13th, Jerry McHale, who referred to Flores as Miss Frejoles and a cotton-picking liar, questioned, quote, does Flores want Trump to come and take her P-word? Speaking to Fox News Digital, uh, McHale said the posts on the blog are satire and that he never spoken to Gonzalez, who's facing Flores in November's midterm election. And he claimed that Gonzalez's campaign did not pay him to criticize Flores and that they are not paying him for anything specific. OK. We saw the post, the piece at The New York Times, Rise of the Far Right Latina. We saw the uh, piece at CNN saying these Latinas are not. For real. I said at the time, I stand by it. I think it's now coming to fruition. If you listen to this program and the evolution of my predictions, I said they were going to wish deplorables was back. And what you're seeing here now, this move from the Democrat Party by millions of Hispanic voters is not some glitch. It's not simply that gas prices are up or food prices are up. I mean, you would think, based on the pandering of the Democrat left, that Biden's immigration policy, which is none at all, would get them Hispanic voters because supposedly all Hispanic voters want an open border. Apparently they don't. Apparently they don't. But that's what the Democrats think. New York Magazine, and I'm pinging off Matt Vespa, Town Hall, and if you don't know this, so Salem News Channel, where I have my live at 5 p.m. program, which I now have a news anchor working with me, Haley Bianco, and she does a news program called At This Hour at the top and the bottom of my hour. Things are moving along. But Salem, Town Hall is Salem. Hot Air is Salem. Red State is Salem. Regnery Publishing is Salem. We are all one media company. So I work for two media companies, Sirius XM and Salem. Matt Vespa has a piece, Liberal Writer Zeroes In on Democrats' Existential Threat. And it points to a piece in New York Magazine. And it says right here, "Stripped stripped of their ability to run on taxing the rich, Democrats lose the backbone of their populist connection to Americans of modest means. The party's long-term political crisis is rooted in the defections of its non-college-educated voters. The white working class has fled, 
and now the non-white working class is beginning to drift away too. The party's being trapped in a worldview shaped by the cultural priorities of its college-educated elite. There is a couple of things here at work. One, the assumption that if you didn't, the word educated, I can't stand that. I can't stand that when they act like that is a be-all, end-all. It's like, well, I read books. Well, whoop-de-doo. It's not that you read books. It's what books do you read? There are plenty of people who are considered educated who are useless. It's not whether or not you've got a degree. What do you have a degree in? Telling me you have a doctorate doesn't mean anything to me. If you have a doctorate in a useless pursuit, then you have a doctorate in a useless pursuit and your doctorate doesn't speak any, doesn't impress, at least me. So when they say, educate, well, these educated, these, these educated people, there are plenty of downright useless, stupid people with academic pedigrees, and we all know it. And there are brilliant, productive, dynamic people who never went to college. Now, that is not saying I am not doing the thing where, you know, not everyone needs to go to college. That's up to you, your kids, your family, your budget, whatever it is. That's not what I'm getting at. But just pointing at educated. Well, educated in what? If you have a doctorate in bisexual Asian poetry, I I, I don't know what the world needs from you. What, what, what are we going to get out of that? Nothing. But that being said, the pseudo-intellectual cultural elites have abandoned. You know, there was a time when the Democrat Party was the party of the working class, but the Democrat Party didn't shame the working class. They didn't look down upon them. Now, yes, I mean, lick your fingers, stick it out the window. Elections are a question of popularity, right? I mean, that's what they are. An election is a question of popularity. If you are, uh, you know, a lefty lawyer and you want to run for office and you see a factory, well, let's see how many people make up management, how many people make up labor, you know, there I am, labor. But there was a time when Democrats were smart enough to not condescend or insult or assume anything about people who may like to go fishing on the weekend or may like to ride a motorcycle or drive a pickup truck. And that's not even, I I noticed this also. And I'm going to talk about this maybe a little bit later if I have time. Have you noticed the overt marketing push? I just was just on the TV in my studio here. A Chevy truck commercial that features a, a black couple. You have that new Toyota Tundra commercial that features a black guy going out to meet his friends, all of them wearing suits. You're starting, Gabrielle Union is now going to be the spokesperson for the Ford Maverick. Now, she's no conservative, I get it. But as you see this demographic shift, and there are also truck commercials that feature Hispanic families and White dudes and cowboy all, all across. But all of a sudden now, I mean, come on. What is the stereotype of someone who drives a pickup truck, right? If you were to have 
vehicles, magnet pictures of vehicles and a magnet board. And they had right and left. Where would, where would you put a, a Prius, right? If someone said, we're going to break these cars out by our, by our binary of politics to the best of our ability, where would you put the Prius? Let's see. MAGA socialist left. MAGA I don't know. You know damn well where you'd put the Prius. All right. Let's see. Subaru Outback. Really? There's a reason why the thing is nicknamed the Lesbaru. All right. So you know where you're putting that one. Where would you put the Ford F-150? Where would you put the Toyota Tundra? Where would you put the Ram or the Silverado? Let's see. When was the last time you saw a pickup truck? With visualized world peace. We are the 99%. Women are natural leaders. You're following one now. Bernie, 2016. When was the last time you saw that? You know what you saw the last? Nuke the whales. You know there's a stereotype to driving the pickup truck. But for some reason, the pickup truck marketers are heavily marketing them to black and Hispanic drivers and women. Kind of like they did back in the day with the SUV, right? Families went from whatever car they could afford to the station wagon. You know, no man ever really wanted to drive one of those to then the minivan. I mean, is there anything? I don't know. I I. I I told my wife flat out I refuse to drive a minivan. I, I know they're convenient. I know they're comfortable. I refuse to drive a minivan. But then came, then came the middle ground, right? For the average suburbanite, it was neither pickup truck. It was not an emasculated minivan. It was big enough to get the whole soccer team in and all their stuff. Ah, the sport utility vehicle. And early on, they were kind of branded as truck-ish. But now SUVs, SUVs almost feel passe. Now it's pickup trucks. I love my pickup truck. And I'll tell you, they're, they're fun. But now they're making a push. Now, probably when it comes to Hispanic voters in South Texas, you don't got to do a whole lot of selling of the pickup truck. But I'm just saying, to the suburbanite, to the diverse suburbanite, to even city dwellers, there's an overt marketing push for pickup trucks to black, Hispanic, and women drivers. Black women. Gabrielle Union is going to be selling the Ford Maverick. If you don't think marketing, art imitates life, something is happening as you see more people wearing camo hats, more people wearing grunt-style shirts, more people going out and buying guns. There is a social shift that's taking place right now. Regular people are moving away from the Democrat Party. And the coastal elites, this is what keeps them up at night. There's not enough transgender bathrooms. Inflation hits 9.1%. There's not enough transgender bathrooms. Gas prices are $5 a gallon. Let's talk global warming. They can't get outside their dinner party conversations. And now that you see... First, the white working class. Now, the non-white working class. It's like the flight, right? They used to call it white flight. When urban crime began to rise, 
when taxes went up and the quality of life went down, they called it the urban flight, the white flight. But then it was followed not that long after and not studied nearly as much. They called it the black flight. You could see that in Detroit. The suburbs are the most diverse they've ever been, dare I say, the most diverse places in the country now. And when you lecture people or scare people, those people are racist. They don't like you. That guy in the camo hat with the pickup truck, he doesn't like you. Then after a while, when that guy's your neighbor, he's not so bad. I actually like that truck. You know what? Camo hats go with everything. They never go out of season. They match everything you wear. They're pretty cool. You could sit your sunglasses on them, you know? And we see this stuff happening all the time. Remember in the late 80s, white kids wanted to be rappers. Now all the black kids are riding around on skateboards with Misfits t-shirts. And that might even be 10 years. I might even be 10 years behind that one. We are a melting pot. And after a while, when you have a group of people that so badly mismanage the economy, and then when confronted with it, continue to promote things like transgender bathrooms, guess who you're losing? Basically everyone. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right, they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.